Hola, you are listening to First Gen Healing, a podcast on Latinx healing and awakening journeys. My name is Priscila Luna. I am your host, and I am so excited for today's guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. I'm Mari. I am the founder of Latinx Marketing, a social media agency for creators and entrepreneurs. I am Mexican and Belizean, first gen, so technically Mexican, Belizean, and American. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I'm a Taurus, uh, Leo rising, Virgo moon. I feel like that's super interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. And the reason being, you don't know this, but when I first started creating, you were one of the accounts that really stood out to me. And it was kind of like, oh my God, like there are people who are calling out like Latinos and just your content was just inviting, to be honest. Like, and it like inspired me to be like, okay, you know what? I can do this too. And it kind of planted little seeds that I think in the beginning you really need, you know, like you need to see other people like you doing, um, doing the creative thing, right? And I know that we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later, but I would love to start off with a little bit about maybe your upbringing, um, where you grew up. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that I inspired you. I feel like that is so important to me. Um, that's kind of why I started everything. And I mean, like we said, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, but as far as like my upbringing, it's different than most. Okay. <laughs> In the sense that like, I had a pretty good childhood. I would say that, um, my parents were the MVPs. I look back and mm. I was like, I was like, wow, they really did that, you know? Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think overall, I had a pretty good childhood. Um, obviously, there's rough patches in everything. Um, mm -hmm. No parent is perfect. Um, but looking back, I wouldn't, I have zero complaints. I grew up on, um, in Hawthorne. Okay. Um, which is, uh, uh, most of the time I get like, oh, where's that? And I'm like... Well, it's next to Inglewood, and they're like, oh, you're on the west side. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's really rare when I meet more people around here. Um, I usually hear, like, the East LA, Boyle Heights, yeah, um, downtown, all of the over inland. Um, so, yeah, I, it's it's a different upgrade upbringing in the sense that, like, I... I feel like for the most part, I wasn't always surrounded by my cultura. Um, okay. And it's no, literally, it's just like the way my life turned out wasn't like anything against the cultura or anything. Yeah. But, but it was just like my upbringing. And I think over time, I almost wanted to be a part of that where I was like, mm. I didn't grow up in these like spaces um yes my parents are immigrants or they they were immigrants now they're citizens but um but at the end of the day like they were very americanized and they kind of still are mm -hmm. <laughs> like they don't follow like my parents are hikers they're marathoners they like travel the world they wow. are awesome <laughs> yeah so, Did they come here at a young age? 
So that's what I think happened. They did okay. come at a young age. Like I, my parents came, my dad came, I think around 18 years mm. old and my mom around 24. Um, so I think that's what happened. And now they, like my, I told my dad and he and my mom have decided that they want to retire in Belize and uh, where, which is where my mom's from. And mm -hmm. my, I'm, I always ask my dad, I'm like, why don't you want to go back to like Mexico? And he's like, well, because I'm not, I like, yes, I was born there, but like most of my life is here. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So interesting when you said the ages because my dad came here at 17 and my mom at 25. So like super close and yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't feel like they assimilated maybe as, as much as your parents did. Um, but I love that you said, you know, I had a really great childhood. And are you comfortable sharing a little bit about what that looks like? Because I think, you know, sometimes... I mean, I think a lot of us are trying to create that great childhood for the future, um, but it's super cool that you kind of experienced it, right? So what does that actually look like for someone? <laughs> I mean, personally, I don't think I was ever on a survival mode. I feel like that's very mm. common and unfortunate. Um, yeah. I literally remember... Um, being in, involved in a lot of things like if i wanted it my parents somehow did it i still don't know how but like mm -hmm. it was like oh like she wants to do ice skating she wants to do ballet she wants to do softball boxing soccer like you name it i could definitely like be i was going to be in it probably wow. um yeah and i feel like that was like a huge portion is like i was always supported I was always um, anything I wanted, literally. Obviously, I was. I wouldn't say I was spoiled. Like, if I wanted, a, obviously, like a the new iPhone or like a laptop, it wasn't that. It was just like, how can I get my child to be very well rounded? And I feel like that's kind of like what happened. Where it was like, mm. I remember for um, middle school, like for example, like I, there was a trip to Washington and like. I like happened to mention to my mom and I was like, oh, it's okay. Like if we like can't afford it. And she was like, no, you're going. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so it's like just things like that. Like they literally jumped, probably jumped through hoops and I just don't know them. And mm. I, I saw just like always anything that was for my future, they were going to do it. Mm. And when you grow up in that environment where maybe like you are allowed to uh, experience different things, right? Like you were allowed to desire something and get it or be able to be a part of it. What is the motor? I mean, I think a lot of the stories that I hear the motor behind what we do or why we did it was that like weight of our parents' sacrifices, right? So for you, was it truly like desire that motivated the things that you would set out yourself to do? Um, I think not intentionally until I was older. I think until I like graduated high school and then went into college and then I was like, oh, 99% white people, great. <laughs> <laughs> Because even though I grew up on the west side, technically, it, it, I was still very much surrounded by, like, culture. It wasn't, like, always Latino, but it was diversity. It wasn't yeah. mainly 
white. Um, so when I went to college and I was like, oh shit, my college is celebrating uh, 5% Latino and like 2% black. Wow. As diversity, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so I feel like that's when like my perspective shifted. And I also think that like it was kind of like ingrained in me. It's from like most Latinos, right? Where it's like you have to be the the shining light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Um, I think that my parents like almost don't realize that like they they were they're so like accomplished and like what they have accomplished that they still see like oh like you can do better and I think that's just like in general mm. you want kids to do better even though you did pretty good <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it's uh you well you'll always want to aspire to more like you know what I mean like yeah. there's worlds that I've I have yet to like venture out to and like hopefully like my kids would be able to you know what I mean mm. um, there's so much out there that like specifically us first gen don't know you know yeah that's there's true. so much out there like just a couple last week i think I, I participated in la tech week and there was like an event to do the amazon studios um a tour and i was like i have never set foot in like a space like this mm. and like that is exciting for the future and like just future generations and i think that's what Regardless if it was like a good upbringing, I still had that pressure or like at least self-inflicted, I guess you can say, mm. um, to do that. Yeah, I see. Going. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, now I'm interested. You know, the podcast is on healing and awakening. So I, you know, knowing this about you, I'm interested in which of the two resonates most with you. Regardless if it was a good upbringing, I think that we all have to heal from stuff, you know? Um, I think it could be both. Um, healing in the sense of, like, I would say that, like, I got pressure, like, to meet beauty standards often. And, like, mm -hmm. that took its own healing. Like, self-confidence and, like, believing in, like, that my appearance doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and that was something that, like, I always took as I grew up older and I um I actually started Latinx marketing that was one thing that like I wanted to embrace was like I'm beautiful even though I don't wear makeup every day like mm. I specifically have chosen to not be the dolled up person on social because fuck that you know yeah <laughs> um, yeah so I think that that definitely there was like healing portions like life is even though like overall like i said it was a pretty good um right adventure right life journey <laughs> whatever you want to call it um there are still like hiccups in the road and like whether it be like beauty or just self-esteem um self-comparison yeah. um and so i think that portion definitely was like um healing but as far as like awakening I think for me my biggest awakening was that I can literally accomplish anything I set my mind to that was mm. it and I think over time like that has like 
helped me and I, I didn't realize that before and but as a kid like when people told me I couldn't do something holy shit <laughs> it was like someone lit a fire under me and I was like bet mm. <laughs> <laughs> even though like that was my mindset growing up like I didn't realize that that was my superpower um and that's when I realized like mm. my awakening happened almost simultaneously as my business did. I had quit a job and, on faith and I was like, okay, um, I'm, I was in a very toxic work environment, like extremely toxic. <laughs> um, and I was in the works to work at um, Savage X Fenty and I was in the final wow. round. And I was like, okay, like, I'm finally going to get, like, my corporate breakthrough. Um, no more struggling. <laughs> and, like, at least financially. And I was like, it was actually during the pandemic. So, like, 2020, mm. June. Um, almost three years ago now. And I was like, I'm quitting. Like, I'm going to trust that, like, the universe got has my back. Um, and then I didn't get the job. <laughs> I oh, was wow. like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> so, literally, it was crazy. I actually have a video of this on my um, Instagram where I literally was like, manif I had find like learned about manifesting through a, like a client of mine. She okay. was like in healing and gems and crystals. Um, and she likes always sent me a ton of crystals because she was like oh like um i at the time i was working for her for email marketing um and it was like a side gig before i quit mm -hmm. um and so she introduced me to all that like space and she was like yeah you have to like manifest and i was like what's that yeah <laughs> And she taught me everything. Shout out to um, Kathy. She's the founder of The Healing Gem, also Latina. Um, but yeah, so she was the one that like introduced me to that. And I was like, okay. So I remember writing down these like 20 things that I wanted. It was like, I want to make 60K for the first time. I like want to be surrounded by mentors. I want to have freedom and it was just like this like really l list that I didn't realize eventually came true through mm -hmm. my business like I remember going to my like bookkeeper and I was like how much did you make and she was like a little over 60k and I was like what <laughs> and I was wow. like what so it was I, like I said I have this video and it was like a reflection of things mm. that, I feel like that was when I like realized like holy shit I could really do anything like there's nothing really to stop me but myself it's like awakening to abundance awakening to really like just happiness and joy and like whatever I set went forth that was mm. what happened. yeah ooh I love this. Okay.
So something, <laughs> something that people don't know is that we don't talk about like your story until we get on the podcast, right? So any guest that I have, I don't pre like plan what we're going to talk about. And what has been so magical about this project for me is one, it came as a download, which I recently shared like in an email, how that actually happened. It was like this vision that came through, but two, every guest that I've talked to brings out a different aspect of like the healing and awakening journey and they haven't overlapped. And I'm currently working on this like mid-year recap. That's going to be the next episode. And I was like reflecting back and I was like, man, I want more awakening podcast, like uh, episodes, right? And now here you are <laughs> talking about manifesting crystals, awakening. That's the universe right there. <laughs> so, so awesome. Okay. If we can just take a little step back, because I think manifesting, and tell me if this resonates, manifesting sometimes surprises you in how you get those things. Literally, it's not sometimes, it's all the time. <laughs> it's all the time. It's never just sometimes. Um, and it's wild. I Yeah. So I'm a person that has okay so let me back up a little bit so i manifested my dream right and i was like oh i could do this i could keep going and then fall of 2021 all of my clients left like literally it was like serendipity <laughs> and i was like holy shit um i'm poor <laughs> back to square one yeah um and I remember being so down. I was like, I am a failure. Like this is, mm. this is over. Um, and I remember like being so frustrated. Like I was just like, holy shit. Like how am I supposed to like do anything? Um, and so literally I feel like even though that happened, it happened serendipitously because my entire life, I was manifesting, or at least saying to myself, I want to do a master's degree. And mm. it's, it's crazy to me how things work out. Like I said, like I wanted to do a master's degree and I applied nonchalantly. Literally, I think it was the day before the, it was the night that the application was due. Wow. <laughs> And I had like talked to some people and I was like, oh yeah, if you can get me a rec, cool. Um, and I had kind of forgot that I even asked. And then, because I was so in tune with like my business and my clients and I was like, holy shit, like I'm, I'm just gonna focus on this. Like I had applied back when I like didn't know what was happening. Like, you know, like I, I was like in the unknown, I was like, I didn't get this job at Savage X Fenty. What am I going to do now? I guess I can go back to school. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten the letters of rec and forgotten about it when I got an email that was like, hey, your application's due tonight. And I was like, okay, um, fuck it. Like, let's just do <laughs> it. Um, and I feel horrible saying this because I feel like a lot of people that do their masters do it with intention. And they're like, oh, I spent weeks, months, long time like 
prepping for this moment and like yeah. I did all these things and I was just like yeah I literally just applied um <laughs> which is like it is my reality I just it's I'm just gonna accept it as it is but I remember being so passionate about my business and I was like hey because you had to submit a journal or like a video entry mm. saying like what you were planning on using this master's degree for and what you wanted to overall do in the future okay and because i was like lit up by this stuff like i literally did that i was like i am getting this master's so i can give back my education to my community and i still have a post-it that says like what because i also had to go like through a mindset shift that i was like all these people that I've like built community with are gonna be like, oh, she's going back, or she's failed, or like, I, it was like a whole thing. So I had to like yeah. constantly remind myself, this is not for me, this is for my community. And that's what I did the video for. Um, and so when everything like failed and I was like, everyone left, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are we gonna do now? Yeah. Um, and it happened literally a couple weeks before I got accepted. And I was wow. like, okay, cool. So we're doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny because I had like one after like I got in, I started school. I got like, I had two solid clients that literally kept me afloat financially, at least like mm. throughout the entire time I was in the master's program. Like that was wow. my, those were my longest standing clients. And I was like, wow like you know like this is working out and in, in my favor so i think literally like to wrap it all up like manifestation literally happens at all times you could have dreamt something years ago like decades ago and it still is in the works it's all happening at the right time at the right place at the right hour like yeah it's really about trusting and like, but even though trusting is really, really, really hard. Yeah. I'm currently going through that. <laughs> yeah. I would love to talk a little bit about, well, a lot about it. Cause I think, yes, exactly. I think manifesting. Well, one, thank you for sharing that story because that's exactly when I hear a lot about manifesting and I feel like in a way I've kind of seen manifestation happen in my life too. I've also experienced though the roller coaster that that can be, you know, and that just as much as you can manifest, for example, I had a similar situation where I like wrote down, I want to make this amount. I want to work in a place with a nice view, close, close to home. I literally got all that. But it was the worst year, like one of the worst years of my life, right? And so it's this weird thing where I'm like, I don't know if people talk about that part enough, you know, where yes, you can set out to do something, but it doesn't necessarily mean the universe will give it back with the feelings that you thought you would have, you know? Um, so this weird thing that I started to do was try and manifest feelings as opposed to things. Like I want to feel peace. I want to feel aligned. I want to feel abundant. And I think I'm experimenting with that, to be honest, right now. I don't know if, like, that's the route or, like, I'm going to probably change it up in a year, see. But um, with that comes a lot of trust. So let's talk about that. Because trusting in the universe. 
Uh, I think that a huge layer of that can be patience. And what else do you think is part of the formula of like learning to trust? Stop stressing, even though that's really hard. <laughs> that's said lightly. Um, yeah. Like I said, I feel like I'm currently going through that. Um, after I finished up my master's program, I kind of saw like a vision for Latinx marketing, and mm. it's been to grow the team, right? Grow the team so that like a I can help more people, and b bringing like the income so that I can like do more community stuff, right? Because like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like without the income, it's really hard to like. Put together things yeah um, and so i think currently what i've been like manifesting is a job that makes um six figures like that is mm. what i've come it was it's been a roller coaster like i said so like at the beginning of this year i was like i need i want to get a job so that i can take my income out of latinx marketing and pay someone else um, because obviously I want to pay them their worth. I don't want to pay them from like, I don't know, Fiverr, that kind of way. Yeah. Make sure it is intentional. Okay. And so with that being said, I was like, okay, like, I don't know what I want to do. I just know that I want to do social. Um, and literally time and time, like it, it was, re- um, it's been patience for the past six months that I've been waiting for this, but I'm seeing the connections roll in. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, it's almost here. Like I feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's like, that's the other thing, like not even just like not stressing, it's recognizing the steps that are happening for you. Um, because for example, I said this at the beginning of the year and I was like, I don't know, I'll get to it when I get to it. Universe knows better. (laughs) I'll get to it when I get to it. So I ended up meeting um, Beatrice and Marisa from Your Truth at Work. Um, Amazing ladies, if you haven't met them yet. And they offer, they, uh, at the time, I was just starting to like, get comfortable with saying I'm looking for a job because that, felt like a failure in itself but mm. past that now anyways so marisa works at um general assembly which if you didn't know is like a certification and like certifications in different like tech roles and mm. overall just like career assistance and okay. so i was like okay like i'm going to see if she can help me with like my resume Basically, we kicked it off and we ended up working together for three months. Um, and after that, I was like, okay, like, where to now? And I was literally just like applying to random things online. I was just like, I don't know how this works. I'm just going to apply. Um, at, Like I said, the minimum was six figures. That was the goal. I don't care what title. I don't care what else. I just, that's all I wanted so that I can feel comfortable hiring someone else. Yeah. And then after that, I, w- I mentioned it to one of my clients and I was like, cause she was, I feel like right now a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs are struggling. Um, there's just like more people are being cautious of what they're spending on and yeah. um, definitely like a hard time right now for most, 
not all, of course, but for most. And I was talking to a client about that and she was like, yeah, I'm thinking about like getting another job or just dropping this entirely because it's not paying. And I was like, you're not the only one. I'm also like looking. And then she was telling me, she was like, oh, I actually know somebody at this company. And then it ended up being that like I met with her and then she referred me to the Latinas in Tech Summit. And then after that, she was like, um, I met like Tequeria, which is like a group of like Latinos in tech. And then it was just like so many things kept happening after time, after the moment. And I was like, I, I was told about LA Tech Week where I met like a bunch of people that invest in Latinos and like Latino businesses and just like entrepreneurs in general. And I was like, see, like something is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is like, something is happening yeah. and like I didn't end up getting the job at, or like even past the first round in the first referral but like literally after I was like okay like where am I gonna go next I ended up getting another referral um, at another tech job and I was like what is happening um, I... so it's just I think that's another thing is like recognizing the steps as they go because they will happen serendipitously. It's so cool, like you're mentioning this story because I think that um, one really important thing is yes, patience and trust, but taking action. So oh. sometimes I think that people think manifestation is like you put it out there and then you sit and like it's gonna come like eventually. And the weird thing is in a way, yes, like you don't have to effort it because if it's a like this goal that's out there, you don't know how to get there, right? So it's not like you can necessarily pave the path. In fact, you can do that, but it's likely not gonna happen the way that you plan it out. Um, but at the same time, you're mentioning like, you're like, getting redirected and you're going there, right? Like, okay, universe, cool. Redirection, okay, cool. And even like, I got kind of the chills when you were talking because even sometimes I think, for example, and I'm not saying exactly it has to be this way, but what if these pre-interviews are prepping you as an interviewee to when you get to in front of like that job that you were destined to have, you're gonna come in feeling so different than you did three interviews ago, five interviews ago, right? And those are the types of things that the universe, like at least how I see it, does for you. Um, but we could go and see them as failures, right? Oh my God, but this was the, the one thing and I didn't get it. So you stop and you think it's not going to happen. So it, it kind of seems like also your perspective on failure is also helping you continue to move through the like universal crumbs, right? Exactly. Honestly, um, I think one thing that like, as you're tracking your journey, right, and like realizing what's happening, it's also about the feelings that you are experiencing as you're going through them. Mm -hmm. Kind of like what you said, instead of like feeling like a failure, I'm just like, okay, well, that one wasn't for me for some strange reason. Maybe there was a toxic manager there or like maybe there was something that was going to make me feel worse than what I want, right? Mm -hmm. um, and instead of taking that failure and being like, oh, I'm over it, like, it's more about realizing that, like, okay, thank you for this experience because 
I learned X, Y, and Z and being grateful for what you have. And it's, it's wild to me because I feel like that, that's like the, the one thing that like at least guides you. I actually, when I got the most momentum and I was like, like I said, like things were happening like back, back, back. Even my mom was like, what is happening? And I was like, <laughs> and she was like, it just seems like it's like happening. And I was like, I know. And I was like, yeah. um, I, I was like, you know what? Like it is what it is. Like it, it's, um, I'm trusting the universe as I've always said. Um, but yeah, I, I think gratitude is a huge one. And mm. like, even if it is, I, I, like I said, I started a, a practice where I would write down five things I'm grateful for every day and five things that I am in abundance of, um, regardless if like my bank account is not, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm like, I am abundant in connections. I'm mm. abundant in opportunities and stuff like that where that was kind of like bringing in what you said earlier was like instead of manifesting things and manifesting feelings bringing that together as a whole um because yeah that that's like super important at the end of the day mm -hmm. yeah i think like a lot of people maybe that are I just think of the people that maybe aren't on this path yet. I remember when I first heard about manifestation and I was like, but how does it work? And like, it's cool to bring small real life examples to it because I think that's important. It's not like the heavens open and it's like, oh, here you go, your thing, <laughs> right? Or like this, like it doesn't happen magically, although it does feel that way when you're on the path. And it's, it's cool, but I wonder, there's also this period where the synchronicities stop. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? Am I doing something wrong? Has that happened to you in your journey? I would say so. Not like right now, looking for a job right now. I feel like the universe really has my back. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wheels are in motion. Wheels are in motion. <laughs> Correct. Um, it, let me let me st actually retract that. I don't know what's happening right now. So literally, I like I said, all these things happen. I just finished LA Tech Week, and my dad literally sat me down and was like, "You need to keep going to these tech events." And I was like, "So you can get more referrals and like more connections." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Wait, I don't really have anything in my calendar." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I don't know. I feel like right now I'm in that spot where it's like, I don't know what's happening. Mm, like a pause. Like I have some, what's the word? I have some applications out there, but like, that's about it. You know, like mm, I don't mm -hmm. have anything ahead um, that I can like say, but at the same time, literally any, all of this didn't, I didn't know this was on my calendar three weeks ago like <laughs> like none of this was like yeah. planned. it literally can happen in any moment and I try to remember that where it's like I don't know what's happening but I'm trusting that the people that know that I'm job hunting are going to see or are having conversations about me in spaces that I don't know exist or like there are things happening for me that I'm not seeing. But I think 
in longer periods of pause, it's important to ask yourself what actions can you be taking right now? I just, I keep seeing through, I believe in angel numbers. Do you believe in angel numbers? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what angel numbers are, they are essentially just repetitive of numbers that are signs from the universe. So recently I've been seeing 333. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been like the biggest one that I've seen and also 555. 333 is the sign to take action. <laughs> Um, so, and it's funny because I feel like every time I see it, I Google it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think that there's going to be a new search. I know that's like a new thing that's introduced to me that is like a message, but that's just me. Like, for example, my mom saw 111 the other day and she was like, can you look it up? And I was like, no, you have to look it up. <laughs> Because that's your energy. That's not. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I keep seeing three, 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 which is to take action. Um, and last week I had a referral out, and she was like, "Hey, yeah, send me your resume like when it's ready for like you know you have to customize it to the job posting, whatever." Yeah. And uh, and I put I because I was at Tech Week, I did not do it until like two days ago um but ever ever since i was like three 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 i'm like i know i'm just <laughs> like god <laughs> oh my gosh five 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 means that there's a change coming change yeah and so that's why i'm saying like there is something happening behind the scenes that i don't know what is happening but when I take action and like I'm putting myself out there, then that's like when things start to like happen for me. Mm -hmm. um, whether it is like, for example, like for my business, let's go back to that where sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I just want more clients. Like, why can't like the universe send me more clients? And then I like, ground myself and then I'm like oh yeah because I haven't posted on social <laughs> in three weeks cool add that there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> so sometimes when there's a pause you have to reflect on what you are doing right now yeah make it move yeah. whether it is it's going to happen or not just try like take small actions like whether you're manifesting new clients, like do an email blast, post on LinkedIn, do post on stories, post on Instagram, whatever, post something, you know, and that's going to get the ball rolling. You never know who's watching. You never know who's like, oh, like, uh, I'm looking for a social media manager, but like, let me see if I can find one on Instagram. And then you just posted, hey, I'm looking for social media people. And they're like, oh, perfect, let me apply. You never yeah. know what's happening. So I think when there's those pauses, that's the time to like try to ro make it like happen. Mm-hmm, to take action. And I also think sometimes the pause gives you space, right? So for example, if you had your schedule all filled up and that interview comes in, 
then you're not gonna have the time to do it or you're gonna have to move something so I think like it's so interesting that you too look at the things the way that I feel like I've been looking at everything where it's like it's all working out in my favor it's all part of the plan but I have a question do you sometimes feel crazy in the way that you look at things <laughs> I do. I do feel crazy. Um, but again, I have been blessed with a really great dad. He is literally a Mexican Buddha. Aww. <laughs> and he's actually somebody that truly believes in this. Like, Ooh. true. Um, he's like, uh, like right now, I like think about his journey like in the past like couple years and I'm like, yeah. This is all making sense. Um, and so I think that helps a lot mm -hmm. when I'm feeling crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of like backs maybe the way that you're perceiving things. Correct. And so I think if you're feeling crazy, find that person who's going to not make you feel crazy. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, I think that a lot of the things that like I've learned, I've also like learned from him and like, for example, like right now, like I said, the economy is kind of slow. It's um, He's in construction. Uh, so not many people are investing in like fixing up their houses. Anyways, yeah. um, he is obsessing, obsessing over the stock market right now. Shout out to mm. uh, Linda from In Loose We Trust. Who in actually, Loose We Trust. Uh, he he took her course and has been stock marketing since. Wow. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So how funny that you mentioned her because I was just paying attention. So I ha I follow her and uh, yesterday I think she posted about like the dips. Like one type of dip is called this and another type of dip is called that. And it's funny because usually investing stuff, like it goes over my head, you know? And right. yesterday for the first time, I was like really tuning into her video. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And then here you are <laughs> mentioning her today. <laughs> wow. So, so he's currently going through, like he's taking, besides Linda, he's like on YouTube all the time. He wakes up at 5.30 now to see wow. how the market's going to do at 6. And it's just crazy. And I'm like, what? And he's like, the other day I was like, oh, like, um, what are you doing today? And he was like, oh, I'm just like studying the market. And I was like, oh, you're not working today? And he's like, no. And I was like, how do you not panic like when you're not working? And he's like, if I was working what I wouldn't have time to learn about the stock market. Like you said, the pause, like what am I actually benefiting from this right now? Like what am I benefiting? Yeah. Pause. Like what am I benefiting from this lull? Seeing the pauses and the lulls as like almost a moment of fresh of fresh air where it's like, yeah, my dad right now doesn't like isn't like working or like he is working but like not every day. But he's also taking the time to like improve and like take action elsewhere where money is still being generated. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super cool. I think like once you start tuning into life in that manner, you start to see things from such a different like way. My my mom, which is so interesting because her and I, I, t I feel like I talk about her like in every episode because we've had like such a journey. But 
it's so cool like let's say two years ago or even a year ago i saw like uh so my numbers the this year have been like two 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 and four 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 and um I saw it and I told her, I had never told her about the angel numbers and I was like, oh look, this number and it means this. And she was like, just because you, just because you think it, it means that doesn't mean it means anything. Something like that, like something kind of rude, right? And I was like, <laughs> but it just, it like now I'm like, wow, I see the change because uh, now I tell her about my synchronicities and like the things that I'm seeing. And she's like, wow, mija, like, si, estás en el camino, like, te están llegando lo que te necesita llegar. Like, you're on the, like, I can tell too from the outside, you know. And I've been in this period too where I realize sometimes as humans, we can really be uh, asking for one thing, really wanting another, like hypocrites in a way, right? So I was like, man, yeah, the universe is probably confused because like you said, there's been moments where I'm like, I really want clients. I want more clients. And it's like, well, why haven't you posted Priscilla? Like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> like just post something. Um, or I really want rest, but... Yeah, I'm like, but I want more clients. And it's like, if you, I mean, you could just rest now, you know, like you don't have clients. So why aren't you resting? <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it like shows you how hypocritical, like once you start tuning in, it's like, oh yeah, I'm saying I want one thing. I'm acting completely different. And I think I noticed that too now with like clients, you know, and it like helps me gu not guide them, but like clarify things for them. Like, hey, like I had a client who was like, it's just that I'm not getting a promotion at work. I need more money. And I was like, well, how much more money do you need? Well, I don't know. And I was like, how do you budget? Like, do you have like a budget? No. And I'm like, maybe what if you just do a budget and she did a budget and she realized like she could cut certain things and have that money that she thought she needed through a promotion. Right. And it was so cool. It's like, let's align like your actions with what you're saying you need and sometimes you don't even need that thing that you're stressing about or hyper focusing on girl yes <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you said that the universe gets confused because i've literally mm. i just had this conversation with my coach like mm. two like last week <laughs> Um, it was so funny because I was telling her that, like, sometimes, like, I feel scatterbrained because, like, one minute I'm, like, Latinx marketing and the other minute I'm, like, jobs. And then the other minute and it's, like, back and forth. And she helped me, like, restructure my day. Anyways, but she was, like, I told her the exact same thing. I was, like, I'm about to launch this, like, content challenge and I don't want the universe to get confused. And then she was, like... <laughs> what do you mean? And I was like, if I like do this content challenge and I don't have time to apply to jobs, like what if it's like, no, you don't want that anymore. And mm -hmm. then she was like, well, do you think that the universe is that dumb? <laughs> <laughs> that is your insecurity in the trust in the universe. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think the universe gets confused. I think we get confused with, like, we're probably, like, peleándole al universe. And you're like, you literally have what you need right now. Like, you're, you know, or it's coming. So, yeah. And obviously, you know, like, your 
you're blessed to have like a dad that backs it and doesn't make you feel some type of way about it. But a lot of people, I mean, for me, for a very long time, I felt like I had to kind of keep that in, you know, it was kind of like my own personal journey. So yeah, it's part of the reason too why, you know, I like doing this podcast and the content that I do and stuff. I do want to say though, I do want to say that I was like that for the longest time too, where I was like, it's just me. But then I realized that my parents are humans. Mm. (laughs) And like, that's like, I think the one thing that like we should break where it's like, um, where it's like, hey, because similarly to you, my mom is the, the one that like questions and she's like, angel numbers. The same exact response your mom gave you. She's like, that is just, like, a coincidence. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nothing special. Or, like, stuff like that. But, like, with me talking to her about it, it, like, opened a new way for me to connect with her. Mm-hmm. Where, like, at, maybe at first she wasn't, like, re- she was, like, resistant towards it. But now she's, like, open to it. Where it's, like, we can have a conversation about it. And I think that that's something that like we put it's almost like self-inflicted pressure right where it's Mm -hmm. like you you say that your parents would understand but like do you actually know that (laughs) do you actually know that you can't have this conversation with them have you tried or are you just assuming yeah or like they wouldn't understand and sometimes they really do yeah i definitely have seen that reflected i will be honest i think that sometimes like the healing conversations that i have is because the like the person on this and so like the child is wanting to break through that barrier with the parent and the parent's not willing to go there sometimes whether like there's different factors to it all um but i think that you're right i think at some point too we then become the barrier, right? Like, we then are the barrier that we have to break. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's moments for, I think, both both situations. Agreed, yeah. yeah. I think I specifically was talking about, like, awakening, not essentially healing. Mm, but yeah. Healing is a whole different venture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and for awakening, just real quick, like, what's been really cool is that we're a family of brujos out here without knowing. Like, I, it's like... <laughs> Like, I started to get in tune with my intuition. I started to realize, oh, wow, I get downloads. Like, oh, I'm energetic, like, highly sensitive, all this stuff, right? And I truly thought, like, like, you, like my parents won't understand. And when I, one, accepted it for myself and I saw it as, like, well, this is my truth. It's fine. Like, if they don't get it, it's cool. And I started expressing it. Oh, sí, pues no sabías, pero tu tía hace esto y le da... Y yo cuando estaba... My dad, cuando estaba chiquito, he used to, like, um, get insights and, like, visions, right? And, like, and my mom, oh, no te he contado, pero... And I'm, like, todos estamos... We're all like this, and you're just now telling me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And if you think about it, we all come from, like, the Mayans, Aztec indigenous you know groups that were really grounded and connected to the universe like honestly they were like the smartest people in the world and like all they had was the universe Mm -hmm. we all have some sort of stem from that yeah yeah we're all in tune in some way yeah that's super cool well we are going to do a part two 
where we're going to talk more about moving into like the as a creative maybe or as a first gen latina latino moving into a, a creative space uh having a degree right because i think that sometimes those things seem like they don't go together and so we'll talk more about the challenges and all of that but before we close this episode out i do want to ask you about resources so for anyone that's listening is like Ooh, like this is interesting maybe we can recommend like a book that you've read that you um think would be like a good starter or something that people should read. Uh, I'll ask you about a song and stuff. So let's start with a book. What's a book or movie that um, has impacted you? I'm like super connected to my family, like extremely. It's kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, like this is what makes me happy. So like, I don't care what you think. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so every week, or at least we try, um, on Sundays we have like breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, my brother works night shift, so it's hard to like see him as often. Um, so, but on Sunday he is off, so we eat together breakfast and we read this book together called "Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life: Living the Wisdom of the Tao." Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. and. I would have this book as reminders, read the passages as your life continues on. And like, weirdly enough, it will hit sometimes where it's it's like, damn, okay, I I get it, (laughs) you know? It's like different passages that you should live your life by, whether it be like live harmoniously or like live in a way that like is in tuned with like mother nature or like this things like that um and there's just different things that like have been helpful in my opinion um it's funny i've always referred this book especially like when i'm trying to get someone to like get over a mindset hump Mm. um because it's like so good what is your favorite healing or mindful tool oh here's a good one I go to sleep to affirmations. Um, so I use the hold on, the ThinkUp app on my phone. Okay. Um, it is, it's called yeah ThinkUp, and essentially you record your own voice to specific oh. affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm weird. I like have a sleep mask that has flat headphones so that literally I just go to sleep to them or you could just play them whatever um and I think that's been very helpful in like switching my mindset um because my subconscious is slowly changing as I am like manifesting something new or Mm. trying to just in general change my mindset because I think that's hard um like for example I, I I just saw an episode on Queer Eye, random, but <laughs> the guy, the girl that was like in the show could not look in the mirror and say like, I am beautiful. And I mm. was like, holy shit, like there's people out here that literally can't even do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so whether it is like actual, like through manifestation or just a mindset shift, I think that that has been very helpful for me. I remember when I started it so clearly, I like found a video um by a creator that literally would 
uh, say like, I am a queen and like just like random things like I like in order to be confident you have to do this and it was supposed to be funny mm. but like for real like I was hyped by it so <laughs> I just would listen to it over and over and over and it's crazy how that like has helped me so much like I have a best friend who I've been best friends with for over like eight years and she's like you're night and day in comparison wow so I think yeah. that has been extremely beneficial to me. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. I actually started with affirmations the same way a couple of years ago. I would listen to them while I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so cool that, yeah, we arrived to similar, like, um, ways of, like, using these tools. Uh, favorite quote or advice? I don't know why this, like, always resonates with me, but Kung Fu Panda is the best Aww. movie ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) today is history tomorrow is a mystery today is a gift that's why we call it the present (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well thank you so so much for being here for being a part of this for what you do i know you are really it seems like from the outside like really community centered And I think that that's so beautiful. Thank you for that initial inspiration that you don't even know that you gave me. (laughs) And I definitely, you know, want people to know where they can follow you. And if there's anything that you'd like to say to those that are listening before we close this part of the episode out. Yeah. So you can follow me at LatinxMKTG pretty much on Instagram and TikTok. I'm more active on Instagram just because I started there therefore i have my strongest community there um and like you said community is super important to me so that's where i'm at on a daily as far as like my last piece of advice or anything i need to say i think everything we talked about can be super overwhelming and don't put Mm. added pressure to yourself to be perfect at it because it's a journey to go through and learn it's all a process and you cannot be perfect at it there are so many things on like pinterest or instagram that's like oh if you do the 21 method or the 333 method you got this and it's like Mm. no i think you have to be open to going through the process and learning everything you need to learn at the right time don't Mm. feel overwhelmed by everything that like there has to offer yeah agreed all right guys well we really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode please make sure you share it with your amigas amigos amigas don't forget to tune in to part two and remember first gen i love you i love me and i can't wait for you to love yourself <laughs>